Hey everyone and welcome to the first official episode of Dear Celeste. I hope you're having a really great day, whatever day you are listening to this episode on. This episode is going to be all about confidence. Now, confidence is a very big, in-depth, multi-dimensional topic, and it means something different for every person. So I wanted to split the topic of confidence into three episodes. So this episode will be about confidence in general, what it means to you and how to build your confidence in yourself and your ability. Next week's episode, I'm going to focus on confidence and body image. And then the third episode will be about confidence in dating or confidence after a breakup and how you can build your confidence when you're dating or relating to other people. So make sure you tune into those episodes as well so you don't miss out on the whole topic of confidence. Before I dive into this episode, I just wanted to say that anything discussed in this episode or this podcast in general is not a substitute for professional mental health advice or treatment. So if you are struggling, please go and seek that professional help. So you've probably heard the term or it's been said to you before to fake it till you make it or that people don't know if confidence is real or not. So you can fake it and get away with it, which is great if you have an event, a job interview, a speech, for example, where you need that added confidence and you're happy to make it look like you're confident when you're really not. But if you're constantly faking it or putting on a front that you're confident when deep down you're not, that's actually doing yourself a disservice. I think it's actually more empowering to have that innate confidence within you and to be able to build that up within yourself so that you don't have to fake being confident. You actually can present as truly confident. So on this episode, I wanted to discuss what confidence means to you and how you feel about your own level of confidence, what you perceive as confidence in other people and where your perception or belief of confidence originated from. And then I'm going to give you a couple of tips that you can use to help build your confidence and to feel more confident in yourself and your ability. So confidence is really multidimensional. It's really complex and it means something different for every single person. So what I think means to be confident for me will mean something completely different for you. There's also not a one size fits all or a blueprint on how to be confident and how to build your confidence. You really need to find what works for you and then keep practicing that until it becomes second nature for you and you don't have to try as hard. You'll naturally become it. So I want you to have a think about what being confident means to you. Or if you're not confident in yourself, what qualities do you think a confident person has? For example, confidence to you might mean being naturally good at something or just being good at things in general or having the ability to naturally talk to people. Whereas someone else might see confidence as being the silent achiever or the underdog who just gets things done without having to make people aware of what they're doing. So both your belief about what it means to be confident as well as your current level of confidence have either stemmed from a belief that you've picked up somewhere along your life, most likely from childhood, or it relates to a specific event or a pattern of events that have knocked your confidence. 
For example, you went through a really sudden breakup where your confidence took a really big hit because you weren't expecting it or you're constantly failing job interviews or not getting promotions at work, whereas other people are and you're constantly witnessing that and therefore your confidence suffers because you're not achieving those things. So, for example, if you were bullied at school or there was one particular person that would always pick on you, anytime you did well, they would shut you down. They would always tell you that you're not good enough or you'll never be good enough. You're going to grow up with that belief that you're not good enough, that you'll never be good enough. And it's actually going to impact your level of confidence throughout your whole life. You will be able to determine where this belief came from or if there was a specific incident that made you feel and think this certain way about yourself and your confidence levels. It may not come straight away. You may have to dig a bit deeper or sit with it for a bit before it presents itself. But I promise you, you will be able to work back to a time period, a situation or a person that gave you this belief and that gave you this belief about yourself and how confident you are and how confident you can be. For me personally, I grew up with the belief that being confident makes a person arrogant, cocky and up themselves. So growing up, I never wanted to put myself out there too much. I was happy to be the silent achiever, do my own thing on my own, not draw too much attention to myself out of fear that I would be perceived as cocky, arrogant or up myself. And I think a good example of this was throughout my sporting career. So I did little athletics for 11 years and I did train hard and I was naturally good at some of the sports, but I was always happy to have second or third place and let someone else win because I was too scared to come across as arrogant or full of myself. But it was through identifying those beliefs within me and healing those beliefs, I was able to understand what confidence meant to me. And that it is okay to be good at certain things, to be naturally good at certain things. And that being confident in my ability of certain things doesn't make me arrogant or cocky. So I will give you two ways that you can naturally increase your confidence within yourself and your ability. But it's really important to firstly understand that you need to identify what your actual definition of confidence is where your beliefs about confidence originated and how those beliefs are impacting your level of confidence within yourself. I did mention that a reason why you may have lower confidence is maybe due to a bad breakup or your partner cheating on you, for example. And I just wanted to say I will cover that part more extensively in the third episode. I feel like you could do a whole podcast episode of that in itself because it is really dense and there's a lot to it. So please stick around and stay tuned for that third episode because if that's where your confidence levels have suffered, I will be covering that in a later episode. So the first sort of tip slash thing that you can do to help build up your confidence is to realize that you're probably a lot more confident than you know or that you're giving yourself credit for. And again, this ties into your belief about confidence. You might think a confident person is good at sports or they're good at talking to people. And if you feel like you're not those things, you're going to think that you're not confident. But what you're forgetting to realize is that you have certain things, certain hobbies, certain things that you do that you're good at, that you're confident in. You may be confident with dancing or singing or cooking. 
but because you're too focused on comparing yourself to other people and how you perceive confidence to be, you're neglecting those parts of yourselves and you're not giving yourself enough credit for actually being confident just in different areas. So take some time to really figure out what it is that you are naturally good at, that you are passionate about, that you are confident in. Figure out those things and then spend more time doing those things. Find the people that are into those things as well, that are like-minded, that are going to help you build yourself up. Instead of letting your negative self-talk affect you and tell you that you're not confident because you don't act like X, Y, and Z, or you don't possess those traits such as that person that you think is confident, change your self-talk and try to be a bit more kinder to yourself. It doesn't always have to be your passions or things that you're innately good at that you need to focus on. You can also focus on the qualities of yourself that you are proud of, that you are happy to possess. Even if confidence isn't one of them at the moment, you can still focus on how caring you are, how kind you are, how compassionate you are. Comparison is the thief of joy. If you're constantly comparing yourself to other people and their abilities and their journey, you're neglecting yourself, you're not watering your own seeds of growth, and you're not honoring those great qualities that you do have that do come natural to you. You may have to work a bit harder to get confident, but that's okay. Once you start to focus more on your passions and the things that you naturally are confident doing and implementing a more positive self-talk, your confidence in yourself is going to increase because you're going to know yourself a lot better than you ever have before. What I want to say next sort of ties into what I was talking about, sort of comparing yourself to other people. If you don't have a supportive group of friends, if you don't have a group of friends that you can turn to when you're struggling or they actually make you feel worse about yourself, worse about your confidence levels and worse about your self-esteem, then I don't think they are the right friends for you. If your confidence is always taking a hit when you're around certain people, say you do something well or you get recognized or noticed and they immediately try and tear you down or they'll do it in sort of a sly way where it's sort of a backhanded compliment. You need to really put yourself first and determine whether or not those people deserve a spot in your life. Your friends are not supposed to diminish your self-confidence. They're supposed to build you up. They're supposed to encourage you, support you, challenge you and let you grow. If you're not receiving that level of support, if you're not able to be that best version of yourself because every time you are, you get shut down or you don't want to shine because you're scared of offending people or or upsetting people, you will not be able to increase your confidence if it is constantly being threatened or diminished. I know it's a bit difficult to just suddenly cut friends off, especially if they've been friends for a while, but maybe consider branching out a bit and going to those places where you have those hobbies or the things that you love doing and what you're passionate about and see if you can meet new people that way. Because the more time you're focusing on the things that you enjoy doing, that you are good at, that you feel naturally confident in, the quicker and the easier you are repairing that relationship you have with yourself. You're mending those limiting beliefs. You're replacing those limiting beliefs with a more positive belief on yourself. And you're always going to naturally increase your abilities, your the way that you see yourself, your level of worth, respect, and love. So I briefly mentioned your self-talk and how changing that is going to improve your confidence. And I really wanted to hone in on that a bit with the second point or tip that I can give you to naturally increase your confidence. 
If you want to be confident, the way that you talk to yourself really, really matters. Changing your self-talk isn't a simple overnight process. It can take a while, especially if you are stuck on that negative loop and that negative pattern of putting yourself down or not enjoying your own company. But just like any other habit or training that you do in life, you need to work at it. You'll need to continually try your best, continually change that thought process and bring yourself back to a more positive view or self-talk. A really good example and something to consider if you are wanting to change that negative self-talk and make it more positive is to identify if you're actually psyching yourself out before certain things happen. For example, if you are starting a new job or you have a job interview and leading up to that day where you're doing that, you're constantly worrying or saying you're going to fail or saying there's going to be someone better suited than you. By psyching yourself out and talking down to yourself, you're not giving yourself any chance to build up your confidence and to actually go into that interview or the new job confidently. You can spend your time worrying about whether or not they're going to like you or how good you're going to perform or if you're going to fail, if someone's going to be better than you and let it completely diminish your confidence so that you do actually not perform up to your best standard. Or you can be kinder to yourself. Tell yourself that you're going to try your best no matter what. That just because you're not good at something on the first go doesn't mean you're a failure. These things are all really important if you want to increase your confidence. By psyching yourself out of things, you're not actually giving yourself a chance to perform at your best or to even be your best. And yes, it is normal to be nervous about things and it's not a bad thing to be nervous, but it's more the way you're speaking to yourself leading up to these things. A quote that I heard a couple years ago, which really, really helped me with stopping doing this, was that if you are worrying about an event that hasn't happened yet, you're actually putting yourself through that event twice. So if you're really, really worried about your first day at a new job or the job interview that you have because you think you're going to fail or get laughed at or perform badly, you're actually putting yourself through those emotions before they've even happened. So you're actually going through them twice. In saying that, you're actually worried about an event in the future that hasn't even happened yet. You're fixating on one possible outcome out of thousands of outcomes that could happen. If all you're saying to yourself is you're going to do really badly or you're going to fail or they're going to judge you or be mean to you, you're most likely going to experience that because that's the belief that you have. You're forgetting to understand that a multitude of scenarios could play out. You could ace that job interview. You could get hired immediately. You could start a new job where everyone is lovely and helpful and want to see you perform well. I have just mentioned jobs or job interviews, but you can apply this to anything that you're struggling with. If you've got a party coming up and you're so worried about it or a first date that you cannot stop thinking about or psyching yourself out for because you think that the person isn't going to like you or think you're good looking. Try changing that self-talk a bit, that you're going to be you, you're going to have fun and if it doesn't work out or the person doesn't like you, then they're probably not the right person for you and the next person is waiting. All it takes is baby steps to firstly identify that cycle of negative thinking or that negative thought process where you are psyching yourself out. 
and then consciously changing that to something more positive or something more helpful. The more you practice this, the better you're going to get at identifying which thoughts are actually yours or which thoughts are you just trying to psych yourself out. And I bet you your confidence will increase as well. I hope you found some value in what I mentioned about how to increase your level of confidence as well as identifying exactly where your beliefs about you and confidence came from. I just wanted to finish off this episode with discussing something that someone sent in to me on my Instagram story. I put up a question box for people to send in anything they needed help with or any topics they wanted me to cover. My Instagram is at DearCelestePod. I will leave it in the show notes for you to check out. But someone wrote in saying that they are struggling with their self-esteem after growing up in a really toxic family environment and it's affecting them with their job opportunities and their belief in their self. So I think this ties in beautifully to the things that I've discussed in this episode with where your beliefs about yourself do originate from, especially with confidence. So for this person, it was throughout growing up in a toxic environment, which is a great step in beginning that healing process and building up your confidence is to actually identify where it came from. So in this case, we know where it came from. But I wanted to share a technique that I have used over the years when it comes to working through my limiting beliefs that I picked up from childhood and healing those parts of myself. And I think it's really powerful and it works almost instantly. So you can apply this to any scenario that you have, but in this case, it's obviously self-esteem slash confidence. And this involves connecting with your inner child or the version of yourself that was struggling with that self-esteem or those beliefs. If it was a pattern of behavior that led to a low self-esteem or you're now struggling with your self-esteem, it would be best to pick an age where you were a kid, maybe five, six, seven-year-old self, and just focus on them for this. But if you can pinpoint the exact age you were or the exact moment or the person that said or did those certain things that led you down this path of low self-esteem or low confidence, then you can obviously use that. But the first step is to give that version of you a big hug. They're actually still with you. They will always be with you, but you need to heal that part of yourself to then be able to repair your relationship with yourself and build back your self-esteem. So by giving them a hug, you're acknowledging that they are still with you, they're still a part of you, and you are trying to work with them to heal what they're going through. The next thing to do is to sort of picture yourself writing the belief or the incident that happened or how that person or persons made you feel on a book or a piece of paper. And then throw that book at the person that made you feel that way or the person that you know damaged your self-esteem. And if it's not a specific person, but more just the way that you were as a kid, just throw it into the abyss or wherever you want to throw it, as long as you just chuck it. By doing this, you're throwing that belief back to that person. You're giving them their belief or their behavior back. You're telling them that you're no longer believing what they said or you're no longer reacting to what they did. Think of it as getting rid of the belief. You're sort of purging it. You're getting rid of it. You're ripping it out as long as it's being removed from your life currently. And this is where that positive self-talk comes into it, as well as all the other things I've mentioned in this episode. Once you've identified and removed that belief, you can now start building yourself back up. 
In this specific example, this person was wanting to become a teacher, but was sort of struggling with that idea based on that level of self-esteem that was damaged. And to build that level of confidence back up within yourself, I would focus on those things that you are good at or the qualities about yourself that you do love. Even spending a lot of time with yourself to discover those things if you don't already know them and give it a go, give teaching a go. If you are at uni and you're studying to become that, why not have a go? If that's truly your passion and that's truly what you want to be doing, then you will do it. It doesn't matter how low your self-esteem was or has been. This could be one of those things that you are naturally good at that does empower you. You don't need to keep living in the past and replaying those situations or the scenarios or the things that you were told and let it impact your future or the future possibilities that you have. As long as you give it a go and you're not scared to fail and you can see failure as a learning opportunity and a chance to fine tune your skills, you are going to succeed. I think that's it for this episode. Thank you so much if you are still listening and for joining me on this episode. My Instagram DMs always open. I really appreciate any feedback you have or if you just need to chat, please reach out to me. I'd be more than happy to listen and keep an eye out for my question box on my stories in case you have anything that you want to send in. I hope you have a really great week and I will speak to you next week. Bye.